0: is the Discuss Metal Podcast with Justin Robert of Weathered, hosted by Dan Terry, presented by DiscussMetal.com. This episode of Discuss Metal was recorded live on Twitch.tv forward slash DiscussMetalDan. Check it out at Twitch.DiscussMetal.com. All right, we made it. Jeremy Prince has already sent me a message going, dude, where, where, where the crap are you guys? <laughs> so I was like, oops. Nice
1: yeah
0: Um, yeah all right cool well i'm just gonna start the show like i normally do and um i'll just do this what is up everybody welcome to another episode of the discuss metal podcast my name is dan i'm your host and with me tonight is justin robert of the band weathered
1: hello hello thank you for having me
0: yeah this is this is cool and it's so funny it's like discuss metal discuss metal um but we're not going to probably do that. We're going to we're going to just get more get to know Justin a little bit better and um and sure. talk about weathered uh because you know one of the biggest things that I like specifically about your band. Number 1, I like all of the face down bands that aren't that aren't like hardcore bands. Uh for mm-hmm. for whatever reason that always makes me super happy. Like <laughs> whenever I see that. Oh yeah. Um but you guys have been around um it's been around for quite quite some time
1: um yeah 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 uh i think it'll be seven years in february that we've been with this lineup
0: well yeah because your first release was what uh 2015 sometime around there
1: i think so it like there are a couple releases that we've taken off the internet um in like the last couple years so i'm trying to remember what 2015 would have been i think that's like alternative translation it that's is. like our first like big one or like our first like official release. But yeah, we've had like a couple of EPs before that too.
0: Well, let's jump up. Uh, let's jump all the way back. And, uh, I ask everybody the same question and I always get really cool answers. Um, uh, but what, it, what got you into music? What got you into playing, singing all that?
1: Yeah. Um, I think it was a couple things like, uh, uh, I grew up going to church and like my dad is the pastor So like we sang songs, you know, every Sunday and I don't know, I think I just like enjoyed doing that a lot. And then, um, I grew up in Japan. Um, so, uh, it's not that I didn't have like any friends or anything. We weren't like super isolated, but like, I didn't have a ton of friends that I'd hang out a lot with. Um, so I would like go listen to music like by myself. Like that was always like a big thing. Like, I don't know that's like an early memory of mine. Is just like hanging out by myself, listening to like, uh, like Red Hot Chili Peppers, like a CD that I stole from like my brother or like Avril Lavigne or something. Um, so yeah, uh, that's like like my love for music. That's like very deep. Um, and then like I got a guitar when I was thirteen, kind of just messed around with it through high school and stuff and. I don't know if you want me to, like, keep going. Yeah, no,
0: you're good. Just right. keep going.
1: We got... Okay, okay. I don't
0: know how much time you have, but I've got, like, literally the rest of the night. So you go as cool, deep cool. as yeah, you want to go.
1: Sure, 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 sure. Uh, yeah, so I played, like, some, uh, like, talent show type of, like, band stuff in high school. It was really bad, um, you know, that, but that's, like, my first time, like, performing, uh, like, original music and, like, covers, that kind of stuff. Um, and then when I was 18, uh, I went to college in New Orleans, Minnesota and a couple doors down from me in my dorm, um, was John Boomhoffer, who's our guitarist. Um, and like, we had a couple of like mutual bands that we were both into and like, like one of them was taking back Sunday. So like, we would just get together in a room and like play taking back Sunday songs. And nice. that was a lot of fun. Um, Tell all your and friends or- yeah. Oh yeah. Um uh, like I'm super into um Where You Wanna Be and Louder Now. I think those two records are really good. Where You Wanna but, be yeah it's, we did one play of a yeah. it's it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Um I think all the covers we did play though were from Tell Hall Your Friends. So, you know, sure. classic. Um but yeah, uh we decided to like like start like an actual band and like focus on writing original music. Um And then eventually, like, he left that school. He went to, like, this other one that was, like, half an hour away. And he met Alec, our drummer, um, there. And then we met our bassist Christian through, like, kind of through his sister. But he also reached out to us independently on Craigslist because we were, like, trying to find musicians on Craigslist. And uh, so, yeah, that would have been, like, 24. That would have been, like, 2013. I think, because um, I left school in 2013, and I had I knew those guys like uh, yeah ab- around then, like February of 2013. So yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. It's pretty much just been like the band stuff since then, since 2013. Like we all either graduated from school or left school, and then like we all lived in a house together. And just kept writing music, started touring a little bit, uh, just like DIY tours. And yeah, I don't know. Seven years later, here we are.
0: And so, you know, whenever you whenever you originally started the band, what kind of band did you were you wanting to make? And I, I like asking this question because nobody ever ends up being what they set out to be, you know. Um yeah. eventually yeah. you like either get tired of playing a certain style or you know, you just want to push yourself or something like that. So what kind of band whenever you sit down and think about the band weathered, what what was the, what was the original vision?
1: Yeah, I think like, it's not like we wanted to be a pop punk band, but I was really into the wonder years at the time. And I think it shows in like the kind of songs we were writing, writing like, you know, very like just pop punk riff type of stuff. And like the, the lyrics and the melodies were very like emo, pop punk type of stuff. Um, so yeah, that's definitely how it started out, but like, I don't know. I don't really listen to pop punk anymore, like at all. <laughs> so yeah, it, it, it was definitely like a phase. So Yeah.
0: And I guess that's why, you know, you'd mentioned Taking Back Sunday. I guess that's why, um, and obviously like the first, the first record that I've heard, um, was uh, cause I always like to start at the start at the beginning, at least as far as I can get was alternative translation, um, which has a little bit more of a, for lack of a better term, kind of more of like an emo type of like darker, uh, darker mm-hmm. sort of like textured sound. Um, yeah. So I guess, is that what ended up developing kind of out of those pump, pop punk roots?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think like, uh, like at the same time we were getting into bands like, uh, like brand new and cloakroom and citizen um kind of think of like other bands that have like a little more darker tone to them i think that was like just really influential like citizen especially um because like we like that that was one of the things that made john and i like want to start a band and like tour and stuff like we were living kind of in the middle of nowhere in minnesota and he was like hey there's this band playing up in the twin cities they're called citizen they're playing at a coffee shop Like, let's go see them. And they were playing with Turnover and yeah, it was Turnover and Citizen and then a bunch of local bands. This is like well before Citizen got like really big and we were both like, this is cool. Like we would love to play in a coffee shop, you know, like, and then we love the sound of this band. Like they're dark and they're like very riffy, like let's, let's write stuff like this. you know, yeah, let's just write anything so we can do this.
0: Right. (laughs) Yeah. No, the the brand, I think the, uh, the brand new comparison is is when I was listening to that record today, when I was at work, I, I thought, you know, get a little bit of a brand new vibe on, off of that. Not like a direct ripoff, but just kind of a, uh, kind, kind of that same darker thing. And what's, what's interesting about, about weathered for me is that there's a lot of, there's a, it just feels like there's like a lot of pain there, you know, um, in, in those songs. Um, it doesn't sound contrived to me. It doesn't sound like oh, we're just writing this because it matches, you know, whatever music we came up with. Um, yeah. So there's a lot, of, a lot of pain in there. And with the band having, you know, kind of kind of those roots and like with like Christian music, how does that, um, you know, how how, do, how does that all translate in? How does that uh, how does that work?
1: Um, yeah, it's a,
0: it's a broad question. Sorry.
1: Uh, <laughs> no worries, no worries. I just want to make sure I'm getting it right. Sure. No, no, you're fine. So like, even when it was just John and I, then like, we met studying to be pastors, like at a Christian school, like even when it was, uh, that like part of our lives, like we never talked about starting like a Christian band necessarily, or like, that wasn't really on our, on our minds only because like, I don't think either of us grew up listening to like Christian music. Uh, or, like, knowing that it was Christian music, you know, like, I had never heard of Cornerstone until, like, two years ago. You know, like, even though, like, we came up in very, like, Christian households, like, it it was, I don't know, like, we didn't know anything about that. Uh, (laughs) And so, like, uh, so when we were, like, writing stuff, I think, like, yeah, we were both, like, um, like, dealing with a lot of, like, uh, transitional, Things you know, like moving from like being kids to like moving out to, uh, out of our parents' homes and like being adults, and there was a lot of like pain attached to that. Um, and then also just like, I don't know, like we we are like John and I are Christian guys, like so it's like the uh, the overarching like hope that we have in our lives, like it's gonna spill over into the music, even if it's like not intentional sure if that makes sense yeah so yeah 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 i don't
0: know it's a hard question because it's you know and that's why i always say i always say roots in or stuff like that because mm-hmm. i know nobody there aren't a lot of people in the that are like i'm gonna make a band and i'm gonna put a label on it and then i'm just gonna you know like this is just what we're going yeah, to do yeah. you know um yeah yeah but i do find it interesting um just in the sense that uh i was having a conversation recently with. Um, with uh, the band Hope for Home and we were talking about um kind of like pain in pain in the context of christian music and 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 growing up and things like that um and we were talking about how like you know a lot of the quote unquote Christian music that we listened to uh was really just kids that were hurting. You know that just happened to have yeah, met in, right. that just happened to have met in church and uh and ended up playing you know in a band together yeah and yeah, then being and yeah, then being yeah. sold in bookstores as some sort of like ministry uh uh <laughs> sort of yeah. sort of thing <laughs> yeah right but um but yeah so how did you uh how did you end up getting uh getting in touch with uh with face down
1: um we We became friends with uh, the people in comrades. I don't know if you know them, like Joe and Laura. Um, And well, it's actually like two ways, like first through them, like they're our friends. We've toured with them a little bit. Um, And then we recorded our first record stranger here uh, with Jim Hughes of Colossus. He also does like graphic design work for face down. And um, we both said to them like, Hey, like, if face down or anybody you know is like looking to pick up a band or just pick up a record, like you know, feel free to show this to them. So it was I think I think uh Jason Dunn, I think he got two two um what do you call it? Two recommendations or like you know, recommendations from two different people saying like, hey, check this band out and you know, from there, you know. We got we got signed up with them. So that's cool. Yeah. 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 Very cool. Like, uh like we got I don't know, just to just to give you like more context, like of how we met any any of these people, because like, 'cause cause John, Christian, Alec, and I, like, we don't know people at all. Like we came into this whole thing, like knowing pretty much nobody in the music industry, knowing nobody in the scene at all, like in Minnesota. Um, so like back in 2013-ish, uh, like we're playing local shows around um, and there's this band called Household and they're they're like kind of starting to blow up like in that local scene. And uh, we become friends with them and we meet a bunch of other people that they're kind of like connected with in the scene. And they're telling us like, hey, go check out Takehold Fest in Grand Rapids go check out flood city fest. You should go to audio feed. Um, and so like, yeah, like we'll play wherever there's a show. That's cool. Um, and we did that, like we're able to network a little bit more met, like that's how we met comrades was like playing, um, playing take hold fest in grand Rapids, you know, and just like seeing the same people around. Um, and like, yeah, just like networking and like, you know, we, we're like looking around like seeing the w- seeing where sh- we should record and like we got a bunch of people telling us hey look up jim hughes you know go check out the band colossus like hit him up he lives in sioux falls not far from us like you should go record with him so like yeah it's it's all very like accidental like looking back on it now it's just like oh yeah that just happened because like right place right time type of stuff sure you
0: know? yeah oh that's cool the um So, you know, whenever you went, you know, I I talked a little bit about, um, I've talked a little bit about alternative translation, but, um, you know, obviously the sound in um, Stranger here is significantly different. Uh, Although it's weird because I still get slight like brand new vibes off of it. (laughs) But, um,
1: yeah, for sure.
0: But, you know, I noticed just kind of this transition from like a kind of this like darker, like sort of emo band into kind of more of a, textured like hard rock sound um i don't want to say general market because like nickelback this is not like it's it's very um uh, much more gut-wrenching than that um uh, <laughs> but uh yeah. well, but what i found was an album that i could equally chill to as well as it kind of um make me think a little bit you know <laughs> uh, you know yeah it's not just a relaxation album which it, it can be that but it's just uh so that that that's Kind of, kind of tying into my, you know, what did you want the band to be when you first started, uh, versus wh- where you ended up. Um, you know, what was the, what was the transition like for you in, in, in changing sounds, or what made you kind of want to go uh, in a different direction?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, anytime we talk about like Stranger Here and like sound or sound change, like I'm always quick to remember that uh, our EP misnomer that came out right before that. Like all, all those songs, like misnomer and stranger here, those were written around or at the same time, like we had 14 songs, um, at one like those 14 songs. And we were like, well, these four sound really cool together. And these 10 sound really cool together rather than trying to pick like the 10 best ones. Let's just like do a way like darker release. And then like, we'll do this record and Yeah, it's not like super dark, but like we like the songs. Uh, It was it definitely wasn't like a like a conscious like, oh, we want to change sounds now necessarily. It was kind of just like, you know, this is what we're writing. This is what we all Uh, came up with. Yeah. 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 And like um, up until or like through Stranger Here, um, our writing process was all four of us in a room we just like jam a bunch um maybe i'll take it like just by myself and like kind of hash out a a skeleton and i'll bring john in the room and like we'll solidify the skeleton a little bit um and then like we'll bring it to the group and like let's flush it out more you know tweak it a little bit um so yeah like the sound came as a result of just, you know, jamming. It wasn't that. De- yeah, it definitely wasn't like a conscious thing. Uh, I, I'm not sure if we even really like realized how different it was until like we finished recording Stranger Here. And then it was like, oh, yeah, these are very different. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: Well, that's cool. And I know I'm, I'm, I'm kind of hashing up like old news, uh, <laughs> you know, oh, releases. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you have um, you have a single out now um you know called uh mm-hmm. in this world mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. uh with with that and obviously without without me hearing the whole record yet um what what kind of what I guess it was is the writing process for that record and what can we expect as listeners in comparison to previous material
1: mhm mm-hmm. yeah okay so writing process for this record uh like totally different because right after we released stranger here, John, um, moved to Virginia. Uh, and so yeah, like we realized our, our writing process of like just being in a room together and like hashing it out. Like that wasn't going to work. Like we were only going to be able to see each other when we toured, which is like kind of rare. Uh, and like, even then like we'll have maybe a day to work on stuff and like, you know, we wanted to write as many songs as possible. So it's just all kind of difficult. Um, so it's kind of, it kind of morphed into, well, uh, yeah, for, for a while, like me and Alec, the drummer, like we would get in a room together and just try to work on stuff as much as possible. And um, I don't know, it, it wasn't really working. Like we got in a lot more arguments um, and it kind of forced me to like write by myself a lot more um and yeah uh when when we were all together like in the same room like sometimes it didn't go very well like sometimes it was really frustrating but i think we were all so happy to be in the same room and playing together that like it made us love the songs more like when they turned out well um and yeah i don't know like if, if you're wondering what to expect like on the record like we just kept saying like, we'll write whatever we want to write as long as it sounds good. And it doesn't matter if it sounds like weathered or what we think weathered sounds like, because whatever weathered puts out is what weathered sounds like, if that makes sense. Like, so, uh, so I'm not sure uh, if you know, we, we actually have three singles out right now. Yeah. Um, and the second one, like, it's quite a bit different from the other two. Uh, And that like when we were writing it, like we kept calling it a country song because it felt (laughs) like a country song to us. Yeah. And like, uh, yeah, I mean, like I think, I think other bands would have changed it a lot more to make it not sound like that or not, not recorded at all. Um, And there's nothing wrong with that. Like uh, bands can do whatever they want, but like for us, I don't know if it's, I, I think it's just like, we want, to be a band that will write whatever. Um, but I think it's also like, uh, like we only have so many practices together. So like, we got to write these songs. Like if, if it sounds good, we can't just throw it out. Like we got to put forth our best stuff. Um, and like we did write, we wrote probably like 20, 24 songs for this and like whittled it down to 12 overall, but there's like 10 on the record. Um, that's impressive that's yeah yeah i i'm like i know other bands that will do like they'll write like 50 songs like 60 songs or something i don't know how anybody does that like i almost don't believe it they must be like counting uh, like a single riff as a song or something i don't know
0: yeah like song uh, ideas yeah
1: (laughs) yeah yeah which i get like yeah i don't know for me though like i want to take a song as far as it can go before like I say that's a song, you know? Sure. Yeah. I don't know. Uh but yeah. I don't know. It's uh like this record, it's definitely like it's got it's got something for everybody on it, I think. Um yeah, we bounce back and forth between like dark and heavy and like I don't know. I don't know if you'd say upbeat necessarily, but like not quite as dark, I guess. Um so I don't know. I, we're we're all really stoked about it. That's all. You, all I can say say is like I don't know. We really like these songs. Like it's definitely the best thing that we feel we've put out. So yeah, very excited.
0: If if you're comfortable talking about it, is there anything? Uh, is is there a specific song maybe like lyrically that stands out the most to you? Um, that's on the record.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I really like the song. I will not go um yeah uh so like most of the songs on the record aren't written about me like even if i'm saying them from like the first person or whatever like i'm not writing them about myself necessarily not autobiographical Uh, yeah 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 uh but this one like i will not go it's definitely like about me it's about like this time that i got lost uh, on a hike for like 12 hours. And like, <laughs> I had to call, I, I had to like call someone to come find me cause I was like totally lost and it was getting dark and cold. That's terrifying. Uh, yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Um, but you know, like, I don't know. I, I think the song that came out of it is like pretty cool. So yeah.
0: Well, and it, it, you know, maybe sounds like a funny story, but like, I mean, I've been in such similar situations where, Unfortunately, there are things that will happen like that where you're like, am I going to actually like am I going to am I going to die out here? You know, like is that is this it is my movie over after this scene? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and like it was pretty obvious after the fact that like, oh, I would have been fine even if I had spent all night there. Like, yeah, maybe I would have gotten a cold or something, but I'm pretty young. Like I probably would have been okay. but I wasn't thinking that at the time, like at the time I was like there there's bears out here. Like, you know, there's stuff that can kill me out here. Yeah. Like it's, uh, I think it was like early April, maybe like late March or something, which in Northern Minnesota is still pretty cold. Right. You know? So I, I was definitely thinking like, yeah, I'm, I'm screwed if I, I don't get out of here like tonight. So <laughs> that's, <yeah. laughs>
0: that's, that's quote unquote fun. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So, um, uh, has the uh has the current um environment or let's just, has the pandemic affected all, all any of the uh in any, any of the production of the album or or have you been kind of held back by that has it affected you guys at all as a band
1: um as far as like like the production goes like no like we finished tracking that like right before the lockdowns happened and like after that you know, everything was being done over email anyway. So like that was fine and like everything was paid for. So that wasn't like an issue. Um, As far as like getting word out that we have a record and like getting people to like buy pre-orders or whatever. I like, I think the industry as a whole is seeing like a pretty huge decline. Yeah. Um, And part of that is like, uh, I'd say at least half of our reach is to like our audience or a new audience is touring like being physically in front of people and saying, Hey, we have a record coming out. Yeah. You know, here are some of the songs. Um, and so if we're not able to do that, yeah, that that's going to cut everything in half, like right off the bat there and then throw into the mix, like, uh, like people, I think in general, people are trying to not be on the internet as much or like at least be on social media as much they see like, um, the dangers of, uh, excessive social media use. Um, and then like just not wanting to be like, like, like around an election year, like that climate, like they're, they don't want to be constantly on Facebook, like seeing all these posts that are making them angry. Um, so like for all those reasons, like, yeah, we've noticed like a little bit less, um, Reach, I guess, or like interest being put in our band or like in the record, um, which isn't like that, you know, it is what it is. Like that's how it goes. Um, we talked about pushing off the release of the record until we could tour again. Um, but like, uh, yeah, when it came right down to it, it was like, we have the, the record's ready. Like we want to put it out. We don't want to wait. We don't know how long we would have to wait. Uh, it could be a long time like let's just put it out now you know like let's just give people what we're proud of now like why wait sure so, yeah e- yeah like even even if it does prove to be like uh like way less of a turnout this release like i don't know i i've kind of chosen to not care about that kind of stuff anymore not cuz it's like not important but cuz like i don't want that to be the reason i do any of this you know like I want to have the least amount of selfish ambition for like putting out music, which is tough. It's tough, but
0: you know, well, and in my experience, just even doing podcasts, when you focus on stuff like that too much, it seems like for whatever reason, the only thing you actually pay attention to are the things that you don't like, (laughs) you know, about it. So so I, uh, I agree with you that it's better to just kind of wash your hands <laughs> of of all of yeah. it and just kind of focus yeah. on the thing that you do. Um mm-hmm. with the record being called uh, everything all at once, uh what was the uh wh- what it, what is the idea behind that? Although I think almost all of us can relate uh by almost December of 2020.
1: Yeah, uh there I think there there might be three songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, there's there's two songs uh that have that line in it. Um and I think for me anyway, it kind of refers to like, like my usual, like mental, emotional state, like just like being overwhelmed with like, like, like the knowledge that I have of like a very good life and like lots of happiness, lots to be grateful for, but also like stuff that upsets me like a lot. Um, I think for John and and myself, like, uh, we think about the like the dual nature of being a Christian, being both saint and sinner at the same time. Like you are both those things at the same time. And I think like that that that's what that phrase is like. Really getting at is like being two opposite things at the same time. Like that paradox. Um, so yeah, I don't know. That's really all it is. And yeah, I, it made sense. Like we had a couple other options for uh what we wanted to call the record and like that one seemed to make the most sense
0: for sure no i like that i like that theme quite a bit um in the sense that like everybody is kind of a a contradiction so to speak um any and even to even to jump further into it you know you have situations where good people do bad things bad people do good things you know um, me and my friends used to joke that like you know, even serial killers probably lent somebody five bucks once, you know, like <laughs> like that right, sort of right, thing. Right. Um, so, you know, that that sort of duality is always very interesting and almost mm-hmm. makes almost makes you wonder, are there good people? Are there bad people? Like, is it right? Can you really even categorize people by that? And um, yeah, so no, I think that's a, I think that's a good uh, that that's a good way to kind of explain it. Yeah, you're just all of these things at once, you know.
1: Yeah, uh, I think. Well like when we talk about it I would always bring up the example of like like oh I I want to reduce like whatever it is, like my carbon footprint or or like I don't want to contribute to like the uh factory farm thing so I'm going right. to like go vegan I'm going to go vegan and it's great cuz I I'll just eat avocados all day cuz I love avocados and you, you do that and long. then you find out that like like uh that Industry is like destroying like certain parts of itself because like so many people are even eating avocados. So you feel like you're part of the problem still, or part of a different problem, maybe even a greater problem. So it's like, ah, yeah. Even my attempts to be a good person, like I still end up being someone's enemy or something. You know, sure. So yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I was thinking about that a lot. Um, yeah. Very cool.
0: Well. I um I think I ran out of questions for
1: you. <laughs> oh, no worries. Oh, <laughs> no, yeah. you're good.
0: Um, what are you into what are you, what are you into now? Um, non-music, uh, as far as just like day to day. I know we all kind of have more spare time and as we discussed, we're trying not to spend it on social media. So what are you uh what are you doing?
1: Yeah, well, so I was living in Minneapolis for a few years and then uh back in July I got a job offer. Well, an offer to like help start a church and like be their worship director and um i don't know i i uh it's this is semi-true like that i felt like i didn't have much going on in minneapolis like i was just working at a restaurant yeah um i have like i still have like you know two of my bandmates live there i have a lot of friends there and i love them and i miss them um but yeah like when it comes right down to it like i wasn't doing that much there like I I was ready for an adventure, I guess, or just something different. And yeah, so now I live in Joplin, Missouri. Like we're working on getting our church set up here and uh, I'm a barista at a, at a coffee shop in a hospital. So that's kind of cool. You're not far from me. I'm in St. Louis. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Which is cool. Uh, I haven't, I haven't really explored outside of this area much. but I know there's like the Ozarks are nearby, like uh, Arkansas, Oklahoma and Kansas are within half an hour of me, I think. So like, that's kind of cool. I'm definitely gonna check all those places out in the future. Um, Yeah. Like I live in an apartment by myself, which I've never done before. Like I've always had roommates. Yeah. So like, I don't know, just figuring all that out, like, you know, how do I, live on my own, like truly on my own for the first time. Like it's uh I don't know, it's a lot of fun. It's like I don't know. Like Joplin's a really cheap place to live. So it's not that challenging. Um, but you know, there's there's things like keeping my plants alive and like, you know, just like taking care of myself so that I don't hate it here and don't like <laughs> hate my life. Sure. Uh which like seems kind of impossible because like I I love my current set up like i love what i get to do so yeah um i wanted to say though before i forget uh i went on your instagram page and the last post was like for code orange oh yeah yeah. and i would love to talk about that a little bit because like i did not grow up with like metal or hardcore really like i heard hits you know Mm -hmm. um like radio metal stuff Metallica, um, Slipknot, yeah, that sort of, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but this band, Code Orange, I love that band, and like, I don't know, I don't know what it is. Like, I, I, I'll listen to other hardcore records, like, um, like Turnstile, uh, you know, just like whatever the kids are bopping, uh, but Code Orange, man, I, I don't know what it is, like, they they're like doing it right. For me, like, I, like I said, I'm not a metal connoisseur, but I listen to their discography like regularly.
0: So yeah, yeah, no, I love. There's, I like all the twists and turns. I think it's really what it is for me because, like, I mean, their their first couple of records are very, very, um, like, they're very, very hardcore. Like, so so firmly entrenched in hardcore that there's almost no way to predict, like, like where they where they were gonna go, you know. And I think that's. Oh, yeah. That's one of the most interesting things about Code Orange is that like I mean, I just I never imagined like like for like underneath, I, I couldn't imagine that the band would be like almost um really know how else to say it. Like like almost like more new metal, I guess a little bit, like more like um like they incorporated a lot of a lot of um maybe maybe dead influences from the nineties, uh, which I think uh really did nothing but enhance their sound. <laughs> like I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah they're so hard to put a finger on. And I think that's ultimately why they're so fun to listen to, because they are um, always going to give you a surprise. Cause like, I don't know about you, but like when I, when I listen underneath, I hear something different every single time. Like I hear a different aspect oh, yeah. that I didn't pick up the times before.
1: Yeah. There's so many layers on that record. Like, yeah. Like I said, like every time you listen to it, you're going to hear something you didn't hear before. So that's really cool. Yeah. Um, I also kind of dig like, their overall like look as a band, like how their music videos look, and like they're diving headfirst into like their own characters. And yep. I know this sounds kind of dumb. Like bands having characters to themselves. Like people love war. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like with this band, I always get this vibe of like like a sci-fi, I don't know, like superhero team type of thing. Especially like on underneath, like just looking at their music videos, like, I don't know. They've all leveled up their character, you know, like their basis is always going to be this like, you know, Russian looking like strong man. And they're, they're like keyboard guitar guy. Like he's always going to look like the tech guy with his glasses. I don't know. It's cool. I love watching them. So
0: yeah. It's unique. It's unique because like, most hardcore bands, especially looking at like Code Orange's earlier material, you would think that they would be so against like theatrics and you know, costumes yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Um, but it turns yeah. out that it was probably the best move, uh, that they could have made. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny how they yeah, works, yeah, for know. sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, like, I know people that have hosted that band like in their basements to play like you know, years ago, and the fact that. They've been Grammy nominated, like that's really cool. Like for a DIY kid like myself, and like all all the DIY bands, like we all saw that, and we're like, that's cool. Like that. I mean, not that that is what we're aiming for, but like, yeah, look at what their hard work did for them. Like they got to play with System of Down, and you know, they're like, I, I think they're the biggest band in their genre right now. Yeah. I think so but i'm also again like not really in that genre
0: so yeah <laughs> according to my listeners yeah. i don't know anything about metal either so there's,
1: there's that. <laughs> yeah yeah for
0: sure for sure but um yeah. but justin thanks so much man for for coming on and doing yeah. this stream and and and, and uh just having just just having a little bit of time to chat um i like doing these not so much as just to talk talk about you know your music and stuff like that but just as kind of a just a way to get to know somebody that I haven't gotten to talk to yet, you know, and that's that's a lot of fun. But uh, guys, uh, Weathered has an album called "Everything All at Once" coming out on. I actually don't have the release date in front of me.
1: Ooh, it's Friday, Friday. Uh, eleven twenty.
0: Friday, 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 Friday. God, okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. cool. For some reason, I keep thinking it's. For some reason, I keep thinking we're past Thanksgiving. I did. The, mm. I did this to Shane Oshner last time too. Uh, I I totally just botched the release date on the, on the record before it came out, and he corrected me. He corrected me live on the show. It was actually really funny. And then uh, nice, my nice. co-host did not edit it out. He's like, "Nope, I'm going to let you just sink right in front of everybody on that one." Because I <laughs> I argued with him about the release date, like of his own record, uh, which was yeah, super funny. Yeah but um but guys check it out there are three singles out right now if you guys want a taste of what uh weathered has going on this year um as the uh as the uh the the conversation is gone i don't think that uh i mean you you guys are kind of shaping up to be that band that doesn't put out the same record two times um everything i've heard has been has been decidedly different from the last and uh that that keeps things fresh that keeps things exciting so Definitely look Mm -hmm. out for that, and uh, we will catch you guys next time. Thanks for everybody that was watching the stream. I know we were late. I will try my best to keep that from happening again, but it was totally my fault. It was not Justin's fault, so he was there on time. (laughs) So (laughs) everybody have a great night, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. And that was my chat with Justin Robert of Weathered. Their new record, Everything All at Once, is available right now. If you go to facedownrecords.com, you can order it there in CD, on digital, or on vinyl, which is what we all want. It's actually on sale right now as of posting this episode for like $20. bucks. is is absolutely a steal, $20, for a brand new release on vinyl. Definitely check it out. I really dig what Weathered's doing. And I really, really, really hope that they continue on and put out like 12 more albums. But the good thing is, is anything else they put out will not be in this vein. Everything seems to be different. Everything Weathered puts out is different than the thing that came before. So check it out, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into the Discuss Metal podcast. This is the last episode of Discuss Metal for 2020. So reach out to us. Send us an email. gmail.com with requests on who you want to hear me and sometimes Joe talk to on Discuss Metal. You can reach out to us in a variety of ways. You can follow us on Facebook at Discography Discussion. You can follow us on Twitter at Discuss Metal. You can join our Discord server. There's a link in these show notes that'll take you right to our wonderful Discord server. And for the Discuss Metal podcast, I've been Dan. I can't wait to give you more of these episodes next year. This has been the Discuss Metal Podcast with Justin Robert of Weathered. Presented by DiscussMetal.com.